you are now listening to the Prescription for Trauma podcast. We help young black men identify their trauma and go from forgiveness to freedom. We deep dive into scripture, self-assess, and share experiences, all while helping you establish and continue your legacy. Please welcome your host, Peter Gashoke. Fam, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Prescription for Trauma podcast. I am your host, Peter Gashoke. Uh, check out the cover art, y'all. Um, this is the Prescription for Trauma. Um, I intended for the the cover art to look like one of those prescription tickets that you get at a local pharmacy. Um, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> the top left of the cover art has our X symbol, just as a FYI, that is the uh, symbolism or the uh, logo for a prescription, uh, you know, office. Uh, and so that, that just goes to say that I <laughs> have the prescription for trauma. So my name is also right there and an address, <laughs> One Purpose Street. Um, and, and that just goes to say that, hey, this is my, you know, service. This is my uh, practice, and I hand out the prescription for trauma. Uh, and of course, this is a podcast. By the way, we are on Apple, Spotify, Google, and, and all of the major podcast platforms. And of course, uh, the, you know, the, the catchphrase or the, um, uh, the motto here is we go from forgiveness to freedom. So of course, welcome today. Welcome today. I have a fantastic episode lined up for you all today. You should have seen that today's episode is called Practice Your Spiritual Authority Part 1. I have uh, drafted, created, engineered, or put together a plan to have a part one and a part two. Of course, today is going to be part one of the two-part series, which is called Practice Your Spiritual Authority, part one. All right, fam, today I wanted to reach out to the king who feels powerless to the enemy. I wanted to reach out to the king who feels powerless to trauma. I was there. I was in your shoes. Believe me, I was. I want to reach out to the king who isn't familiar with faith. They don't know too much about faith. But however, like there is this um, a need or craving or want for you to have more faith in yourself than you already have right now. I want to reach out to the king. You know you should be free from your trauma, right? You have that confidence. You know that you shouldn't be uh, uh, struggling with this in the sense that you are a victor, not a victim. But listen, there's just something getting in the way of you and your freedom. All right. Of course, your, 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 your freedom from your trauma. Okay. You know, God has better for you, but trauma is holding you back. I was there. 
Uh, today, this episode is going to be for you. Um, if you know that uh, God has better plans for you, a better, you know, a, a higher calling or a purpose for you, but your trauma has been holding you back, it is, it is an invisible uh, prison that you in, that you are in. Trauma is an invisible force um, that that will you know that just holds you back in life. We're gonna talk all about that. Stay tuned. Uh, I also want to reach out to the king who has a stronghold or a block in your mind that makes you have the same negative thoughts of yourself over and over again. Uh, today I'm gonna be heavy on strongholds. Uh, I had a stronghold, guys. In fact, I'm still dealing with some of them right now, but for the most part, they're actually gone. Uh, but in my experience, a stronghold is, you know, some kind of a block in your mind that forces you to uh, be comfortable in a certain environment, um, in a certain relationship. A stronghold will uh, severely limit your growth and personal development and there's an audio clip that I have today um, that I've played before uh, but I just love it so much <laughs> that I will play it again but like a stronghold is one of those it, it's really a mindset um, that is of the world um, uh, to an extent demonic that causes you to to just stay very comfortable uh, uh, complacent uh, and and you just don't want to do personal development you don't want to get better whether it may be uh, getting better by hitting the weight room uh, hooping you just don't want to get better you just want to scroll on social media and then roll up roll up out of the bed the next day uh, do some some mandatory stuff and then go back and then and, and then just you know scroll on social again right before you sleep uh yeah that is that that is a stronghold a stronghold can be anything uh, but of course for me it was a traumatic stronghold where my trauma kept on replaying replaying and replaying uh, it only takes a few replays until that trauma is is stuck in your mind like a film such that you replay it over and over and then that's the uh, narrative that you uh, just assign and label yourself uh, it is a stronghold when your trauma becomes your label it is a stronghold when your trauma becomes your identity uh, and 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 it is a stronghold when your trauma shapes shapes who you are uh, that is a stronghold uh, I think sometimes we have, you know, traumatic experiences and we think about them over and over to the point where they be, they like we become, you know, our trauma. But uh, today's episode is, is really going to, you know, help you break free from your stronghold. Um, yeah. And we're going to give all the glory to God. I wanted to reach out for the king who uh, you have you have never heard of purpose. You have never ever heard of those that that I think it's seven letters P U R P O S E purpose purpose man 
Uh, I know. Uh, I think. I think in today's generation, or just just not even in today's generation, just popular culture, um, uh, we avoid purpose because we want to do what somebody else does. Period. All right. You know you have a higher calling. Uh, I wanted to reach out to that king that knows that they have a higher calling uh, in their life. Uh, but there's just something getting in the way again. So um, maybe it's a stronghold, but today we're going to cover. So I wanted to thank you so, so, so much for tuning in to today's episode. Practice your spiritual authority, part one of two. All right, without further ado, let's get into today's um, 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 message or check this out, guys. I just wanted to share this with you. And it is going to bless your life. Of course, no names are said uh, or, or who the author of this clip, but I came across it the other day. It blessed my life and I wanted to share it with you. Be blessed as you listen. And so our first prayer point for this morning is to increase our faith. Uh, Luke 17, 5. I want everybody to go to Luke 17, 5 very quickly. Luke 17, 5. And the apostle said unto the Lord, increase our faith. So a lot of us feel like we can't go to God and ask him to increase our faith. We feel like uh, that's lacking faith for asking him to increase our faith. But even his own apostles, these people walked with God. Um, when he told them that he needed them to repent, he said it's impossible that offenses will come. But woe unto them do they come. And he talked about you forgiving. And they said, man, I got to forgive somebody seven times in a day. I don't even know how to do that, Father. I need you to increase my faith to even forgive these people. And what I thought was so powerful is in the next part, he said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, and maybe some, maybe some of you need to go out today to the grocery store and get a mustard seed so you can see how big the faith is he's asking you to have. He says, if you have a faith, a grain of a mustard seed, you might say to the sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted into the sea and it should obey you. I want you to understand something about the sycamine tree. Now, normally when he says, you know, when he does something like this, he says, you can tell this mountain to be removed and be cast into the sea. But isn't it funny that he used the word sycamine tree? And when you think of a sycamine tree, this was a tree back in that day that was used to build caskets. This tree represented death, right? Um, this tree was something that could grow in dry, hot places that did not need water. What I think is so powerful is that even as he's talking about forgiveness, isn't forgiveness something that leads to death, even spiritual death, emotional death? Isn't unforgiveness something that can dry in dark places? It does not need any water. You don't have to feed it. You don't have to water it. It can. It's like I'll grow in a desert. It's so dangerous it can grow in a desert. And a sycamine tree, I want you all to Google what the roots of a sycamine tree is. Because while the tree might not look so big on the, on the outside, when you look at the roots, it reminds you of the roots of unforgiveness, which is resentment, bitterness, anger, wrath, murder, depression, sorrow, all these things, anxiousness, um, torment. You know, all of these things that come up with this root. And he's saying, listen, if you have faith the grave of a mustard seed, you can say to this sycamine tree. And when you look, when you Google the root of a sycamine tree, you will understand what he's saying. You can tell this thing to be plucked up by the root and planted into the sea, and it should obey you. 
You can tell your unforgiveness. You can tell the thing that's been tormenting your bloodline forever. You can tell that generational infirmity, that generational disease. You can tell that spirit of fear that it needs to be plucked up by the root because that is your spiritual pick of mind tree. And so for this prayer point, I want you to open up your mouth and ask God to increase your faith. I want you to ask God to increase your faith to forgive those people in your life that you have been holding on to this anger to, holding on to this offense to, holding on to all of this stuff to, and yes, you are justified in hating this person, especially if they raped you at five, especially if they molested your child, especially if they stole from you, especially if they slept with your husband and it was your best friend. Some of these hates are justified, but it does not absolve you of the responsibility of getting the poison out of your veins because the very Greek word of bitterness literally means poison. And so we're going to ask God to increase our faith to forgive those people who are unforgivable. We're going to ask God to increase our faith to grow in this season. Some of you, God has commanded you to grow, and you are still stunning in your growth at the age of 16 or 20. You have this death and dumb spirit. Um, and this, 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 you're stunning at a certain age and you just, you can't grow. It's like your spirit, your soul has been fragmented at a certain age of your trauma and you have not grown. And this is why it looks, seems like you married a little boy. This is why it seems like you can't get ahead. It's because spiritually you have been delayed. And so you're going to ask God to increase your faith, to believe what he said about your life and grow. I want you to ask God to increase your faith, to lead that man, to lead that woman, to lead your job, to lead that ministry. Ask God to increase your faith, to make a way of escape for you. I don't know what you need to leave, but some of you need to leave your city and not look back. Remember last wife. Ask God to increase your faith to protect you. Ask God to uh, increase your faith to receive more love from him. Some of you are stunning in your growth because you can't receive more love from God, and that's what needs to happen. Ask God to increase your faith to trust God again. Trust God again. Trust God again. Ask God to increase your faith to heal you, your mind, heal your emotions, heal your body, heal your finances, heal your thought process. Heal your faith. Ask God to increase your faith to, to, to believe that he would prevent you from certain things, you know? Ask God to increase your faith to provide for you. So open up your mouth right now. We're just going to spend some time asking God to increase our faith. You know, this is the must, may, must obey. And I also want you to declare that there is nothing that God cannot do. What God cannot do does not exist. And for you to believe the impossible for this month, and your faith has to increase. Open up your mouth and begin to war. Amen, amen, amen. And so just to get straight to the point, fam, you do got to ask God to increase your faith. Um, of course, in, in the beginning of that clip, um, the apostles asked Jesus, um, you need, can you help me increase my faith? Because I don't have the faith or the capacity to like be obedient to you and like for, forgive all of my offenders. Um, but, but actually guys, uh, forgiveness is actually how you escape your trauma. And the reason why you haven't escaped your trauma is because you don't have enough faith to forgive. Uh, I remember when I was, uh, uh, you know, going back and forth with unforgiveness, it really does require faith because, um, you do, I mean, look, you don't, you just don't know what your offender is, is going to do or say. However, uh, you need to forgive, not, not for them, but for you so that you can get out of the emotional prison that they put you in. So 
one of the reasons why you you guys have been stuck in trauma for so long is you you just you just got to ask God to uh, help you to increase your faith. And I love how the audio clip said it in the beginning. We feel like asking God to increase our faith. That in of itself is 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 showing no faith. So let me run that one back for you. If I ask God to increase my faith, that in of itself is showing no faith. But no, that's not, no, that's actually not right. You can ask God today to increase your faith. And so that audio clip was saying the apostles did it and so can you. You can ask God to increase your faith. Um, And so one of the, one of the, you know, the model here at the prescription for trauma is that we go from forgiveness to freedom. Amen. We go from forgiveness to freedom. And I see that forgiveness is like one platform and then uh, and then freedom is another platform, but it's faith that connects the two. Um I okay, so so when 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 she said forgive and don't look back, that is the faith that you need to have uh, is is because once you forgive, you cannot um, look literally look back, <laughs> literally look back to your trauma. And so when she referenced Lot's wife, of course, in the book of Genesis, um, it, it was when I think it was Abraham's nephew named Lot who lived in uh, some place called Sodom and Gomorrah. And the Lord was going to destroy that city um, if, if he didn't find at least 10 righteous people. And of course, God didn't find 10, 10 righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah. So he wanted to destroy that place um, by sending, I, I think, um, fire from heaven. And so uh, Lot's, Lot, uh, uh, Lot was able to... I, I, um, I think Lot was found righteous in God's eyes and he he and his family were able to escape that their own land which was being destroyed uh, but uh, God had literally instructed them um, to to not look back as the city was being destroyed so they were fleeing like leaving the whole place uh, and then God said don't look back unfortunately Lot's wife looked back and and the Bible says she became a pillar of salt. Um, but, but okay, so that was a long, long, long time ago. But I wanted to make it relevant to you by saying your Sodom and Gomorrah is your place of trauma. Let me, let me run that back. Your Sodom and Gomorrah is your place of trauma. And the Lord is telling you, get out of that place uh, and don't look back and and I understand that it's very difficult to not look back to your place of trauma, but I have to be, you know, say it as it is to you guys and tell you, you just need to have faith. You just need to practice your spiritual authority uh, and, and ask God to increase your faith and give you the resistance and the force to not look back. I forgave my offenders a long time ago um, and, and, I was, and, and I went from forgiveness to freedom. Uh, and so I don't look back to my trauma. So you might be so now you might be saying, "Well, Peter, what does this have anything to do with spiritual authority?" 
Well, your faith is your spiritual authority. Your faith is how you take command, uh, how you take control, and and how you uh, literally force yourself to exit your trauma. Uh, Unfortunately, guys, you just got to man up and tell your trauma like, no, you will not influence me. No, you will not control me. Uh, I, we, so practically, guys, just to keep it 100%, just to keep it 100, guys, I go to the gym and I, and I turn my brain off every single day because I know if I keep on letting those thoughts uh, and, and those little whispers, you know, just, just keep on running their mouth, they go mess me up. They go take me off of my rhythm. I might slow down while I'm exercising and, 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 and just get totally distracted and go off on a tangent. But I practice spiritual authority uh, when I get into my faith and I believe what the Lord God has said about me. And I love that um, individual so much because she said that I have to put a demand on the integrity of heaven. And I love that language so much. Let me run that back. Put a demand on the integrity of heaven. And that just goes to say that whatever the Lord has uh, 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 in, in plan or whatever God's purpose for you is, it will come to pass regardless of your trauma. And so that's where your faith needs to be at. Thirdly, before I close today, you just got to tell the enemy no, you, you, I believe in praying. It's not, it's not, a, I believe, <laughs> forget it. I, I pray in tongues all of the time. And I know that there is, is God there, but hey, to real talk, there is an enemy out there as well. And, and I tell the devil, no, I, you will not, I, I bind my family. I bind my mind with the blood of Jesus and and I and this is something that I do it every day, and I encourage you to figure out how you will practice spiritual authority every day. But as for me, for the past thirty days, I have been taking communion, where I just get a water, literally just a water, all right, and then I say, "This is the blood of Jesus," and then I get anything to to take a bite out of, and then I say, "This is the body of Jesus," and I take these in remembrance of you because the world will. Uh, throw all of their negativity at you. Well, this is my chance at uh, just just putting uh, God's presence in my day, in my life, and in my mind by taking communion every day. And I, and I do it unapologetically. This is the blood of Jesus, and this is the body of Jesus. And that's where my faith is at, y'all. Uh, and so, yeah, that, that's that. <laughs> all right, guys. And so, uh, of course... I, I love making this uh, relatable and relevant to you. Uh, so listen, uh, I practice spiritual authority uh, is because I know that God died on the cross for me. Uh, and and that is my power. Um, you know, guys, I, I don't I don't mean to get too graphic, but, you know, it's like I, I really want to um how do I say this? Like God did, God made a major sacrifice for me. So I really have to uh, honor that sacrifice by just practicing, you know, positive uh, thinking. And so, so I under, I believe that I am greater than the enemy uh, because of what Jesus did for me. Amen. 
I believe that I am greater, greater than the enemy and greater than my trauma because of the faith that I have in Jesus. So, uh, yeah, I, I am born again and, and I have the Holy Spirit living inside of me. Uh, yeah, I do. And, and that is my power over my trauma. And finally, I know that God has a purpose for me. Um, of course, like I have purpose and, and I have freedom. Um, many, many times trauma can be like an invisible prison, but that's not where life ends. Not at all. Quite the contrary. <laughs> I have a purpose. And so, and, so, and so just to make it really practical, I wanted to, I wanted to help you practice spiritual authority today by uh, uh, having, having you recite a confession against strongholds. You can call this your quitters pledge, all right? This is your quitters. I love it. Your quitters pledge. And so this is a confession against stronghold. Let's, let's, it goes like this. I am proud to announce that I will quit allowing strongholds to take control of me. I boldly declare that my mind is set free from all strongholds that have been placed on and over me. I will rebuild my mindset on new grounds. Goodbye, strongholds. One more time. I am proud to announce that I will quit allowing strongholds to take control of me. I boldly declare that my mind is set free from all strongholds that have been placed on and over me. I will rebuild my mindset on new grounds. Goodbye, strongholds. Amen. And so run that back, guys. Uh, um, that and, and practice your spiritual authority today by practicing your... Uh, your confidence, all right, um, in, in, in your faith in Jesus. Uh, and so finally, guys, I would love to leave, leave you with positive action steps or practical solutions uh, to help you further, to, to help you further, you know, gain that freedom. Say that prayer, say that prayer over and over again. If you got to uh, uh, replay that, just go ahead and replay it. I encourage you to write it down. Um, I encourage you to read the Old Testament, something that I have been doing literally this past one week. Uh, for me, reading the Old Testament has been uh, a blessing to me because there's a lot of uh, faith um, um, accounts, all right, in the Old Testament. Uh, the, I think the Old Testament is, is full of um, just faith. Uh, for example, I was just reading... Um, Abraham, uh, excuse me, Genesis today, and it was about how Abraham, uh, God finally gave him a son when he was in his 90s, all right, uh, and then, uh, you know, when, when his, his son's name was Isaac, and then when Isaac was, uh, you know, uh, you know, growing, right, God was like, all right, sacrifice him to me. Uh, and then Abraham took his son uh, and up to, I think it was the mountains. And then he wanted to kill his son as a sacrifice to the Lord. And then just before he was about to kill his son, uh, God said, hold up, hold up. Don't you put a hand on that boy. 
um, you have been obedient to God. And, 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 and that chapter goes on to talk about how God rewarded Abraham. But real talk, guys, I was thinking like, I need to practice faith like that. And so that's, that's what I call crazy faith. Uh, and so I just want to encourage you. I don't know if I could have done that, to be honest. I don't know. I have to be hold myself to account accountable and say, uh, I have to develop that faith muscle to, to obey God like that or similar. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely not saying that I will do that. I never said that. I'm, I'm just pointing out a story that happened. And I'm saying like, how could I have put myself in, in Abraham's shoes? That's all I'm saying. But definitely... Uh, read the Bi read read the Old Testament. Uh, tons of um, accounts of faith in there. All right, guys. This has been the prescription for trauma from forgiveness to freedom, um, and we definitely had a fun time as we talked about spiritual authority. Go ahead and find me on the gram. Yep, we we are on the gram at prescription for trauma. Uh, and also, don't forget to check out my new ebook, The Prescription for Trauma ebook that is coming out September and it is available for pre-order. Alright guys, I will holla at you and let's drop the beat. Thanks so much for listening to the Prescription for Trauma podcast. We help young black men identify their trauma, forgive, and step into their God-given purpose. I hope this episode added a lot of value to you. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.